October is the month to look back and make sure we can make resolutions and long-term solutions that will work for us because we've acknowledged what has happened in the past. It's a really good idea to look backward, to assess and to see and to make note and to go back and see what we can change for the better, see what we've learned from it so that we don't make those mistakes again. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, how is everyone? Here we are heading into October. Can you believe that we've got this far through the year? So much has happened, hasn't it? And um, here we are having our last quarter. It just seems unimaginable that we've all managed to well get through this, but actually to have this year as it's been, it's been the most, oh, I don't know, how have you felt about it? And um, But I would like to know as it happens, I would like to know how you're finding it. And I would like to know what is going on with you in practice. So hopefully you found me on numerous other platforms and you're following me on Instagram and Facebook. And you're, if you're a practitioner, um, you're in my practitioner group, Strictly Education and Support and in Strictly Practitioners. And um, within those, you're getting contact with me. So We closed the doors of the Academy for this year at the end of September and they won't reopen now until next year. And we've got our virtual day coming up. Now, I did talk about it. We had a bonus episode a little while ago about the, um, about the virtual day. And I've been putting together the, um, the goodie bags. It's very exciting. I've got things from companies and I've got the things that I told you about, you know, the selenite sticks and I've got the smudge sticks and, you know, the recipe is here and it looks amazing. And we've actually had it already to double check it. It's delicious. Um, <laughs> so, you know, as you do. And, um, and so it's been the most amazing lead up. And, you know, I'm regretting not turning it into two days, to be perfectly honest now. I think next year will be even bigger and better. But, um, and I think we might even, you know, do it online. There's going to be a lot of learnings after the event day. There will be a lot of learnings. And that's one thing I really like doing is reflecting on how things have gone, on how things are progressing. And that's something I ask my clients, you know, what's changed since last time I saw you? And they say, oh, yeah, I'm okay. I go back specifically to their symptoms or whatever it is and say, well, last time you said you had bloating. How are you feeling now? Oh, no, I haven't got that anymore. You know, and so on and so forth. But exactly the same is reflection on what I do. So, when I run courses, I always send out at the, or I try to always send out um, a Google form. And on that Google form, you know, what did you learn the most? What needed to be changed? What did you appreciate? Whilst we're in courses, I will sometimes send out, if it's a longer course, I will send out um, a different Google form saying, how's it going? What are you learning? What other things should be included in this course at this point, you know, at this halfway mark? So, Um, Because I think reflection is part of growth. And 
some things nobody's going to tell you because they're not going to notice. They're not going to notice um, some of the hiccups. They will just miss it literally in the blink of an eye. So, you know, um, and there's always a hiccup, isn't there? And the perfect example of hiccups, of course, are people's weddings. They will always have a hiccup at their wedding, won't they? There'll always be something happen at somebody's wedding. And um, and the bride will, oh, no, oh, no. And nobody else will even notice. They won't know it happened. And it's exactly the same with our practice and things that we do. So we do have to remember how we reflect and what do we do. So with reflection, I, I'm quite straight down the line so I'm and I so I don't mind when people say to me straight down the line things you know and they give me their absolute opinion sometimes it'll upset me and then I need to work it out and work it down and they might have said it just a bit too straight and not really thought about you know punctuation or grammar or a smiley face or whatever it is normally that sort of thing happens within like Facebook groups that's I've never had an email or anything um, I've never had anybody be horrible on my Google Forms. Um, that is more a social media form of writing, isn't it? Where people just makes a, people make a statement without thinking about it and they just say something horrible. Or I've had a couple of people because you run Facebook groups. And so there, you must have rules in your Facebook group. And one of our absolute and unchangeable rules within my groups, um, is that you can't ask about family and friends because as practitioners, we shouldn't be treating our family and friends. And, um, and you must de-identify the client because, I mean, the groups have got a thousand people in them. So you have to be very, very careful. You know, we don't ask about ourselves. I mean, I don't want to know that you're constipated, to be perfectly honest, because every time I see your name or your picture from there on in, that's what I'm going to think of. And some things you just can't unsee or unlearn about someone. So I don't want to know those about you. I want you to share those with your practitioner. If the basics aren't happening for you, it's because somebody else needs to shine a light and that light needs to be a direct light at an appointment, not on social media. But anyway, back to where I was, back to reflection, because on... The occasion I'm thinking of, someone messaged me and she sent me quite a harsh message, I thought, and it upset me and I couldn't sleep. And I was foolish because, of course, I opened it at night when I shouldn't have before bed. And um, so there was a reflection. Why did I open this message knowing that that person's post had been stopped earlier in the day? So there's a reflection for me. Why did I do that? This is something that I need to acknowledge. I need to double check on myself and go, no, you know, social media before bed is a bad move. It's This isn't something, you know, you think of for yourself. It's for everyone. If your clients, you know, social media before bed is terrible. So, and that includes messenger and everything else. And that's why my phone goes into night shift. It goes into night shift at nine o'clock and it's in night shift until 7am the next morning so that I can choose what I read and what I see. And yet I opened that message. So there's a reflection for me. And I think these reflections, I mean, it all worked out fine in the end, that one, by the way, so that you're not still worried about me. Um, You know, I did what I did in the group and then she messaged again and then I took another few deep breaths. I waited until I could formulate the reply that wasn't straight off the cuff, that was like hers had been, which were aggressive, passive aggressive. So I took the time to really think about it, to reply. And of course, 
the person was fine about it. But I took that time that that person hadn't taken. So when we reflect, and this is the time of year to reflect, and we reflect back and we look on our whole, back on our whole year, you know, what have I achieved? Well, I've loved some parts of 2020, to be perfectly honest. You know, I've got the academy up and running. Um, I've reduced my client numbers by reducing the hours that I'm available to clients because I'm loving the mentoring side more. It gives me more joy. So even though I'm telling people, you know, Yes, you need to niche, but at the same time, you want to see all sorts of different people. That's what I do. I'm able to decide who I see and who I don't see. I can say, no, I'm sorry, I haven't got any space for the ones I no longer want to see because it's no longer floating my boat. Certain people are. Certain people, I'm still getting a thrill out of treating them and I'm still having all that fun with treating them and it still you know, makes my heart sing and that's great but now I'm being very selective. And with the mentoring, this is a joy for me, an absolute joy. And I know that I resonate with some people and some people don't do and don't resonate with me. And so that's great because if you're listening to this, then you resonate with the way I teach and the way I speak. And so you're thinking about reflection now too. You're, you're reflecting back on clients. You're now reflecting back on 2020 and you're reflecting on whether or not you should have joined the academy, which you should have done because it's closed now. But um, it'll reopen in March. It'll be slightly different and there'll be some reorganization of the content in there and the way the content's delivered. But that's fine. That's what happens with everything. And of course, the price will go up. But there we are. That's that. So, um, but what I'm talking about is here we are in October and it is time for reflection and it is time for forward thinking. And I have got, um, you know, a couple of spots left in my virtual day. If you did want to come along, um, you will just need to contact me so that we can arrange that. Um, courier you the package and, um, your goodie bag, which is why I've come on because it's just so exciting building out the goodie bags and figuring out how to fit everything in. Um, I might have to go for a larger box. I'm not really sure. But anyway, the, um, where was I? Reflecting. How do I reflect, right? What do I do? So I have a bit of a um, routine, I guess, in that I will, um, I've got a number of cards and a couple of my card boxes, one of them is just positive positivity. So I've got it here next to me now. Let me just pull out a card. I'll just open it up. Um, the first, it, I think they're little notes that are meant to go in a lunchbox, to be honest. <laughs> here we go. Once a year, go someplace you've never been before. Now, the Dalai Lama said that. There we go. So, you know, all these, you know, the little positivities. Here we go. Here's another one, an Irish proverb. A good laugh and a long sleep are the two best cures for anything. So how about that? So I will pull any sort of card generally. I do have oracle cards, and but I also have writing cards so that um, to help you blog and to help you um, think about, you know, different things and what you're going to write about. And I write down my reflections. And I think I've talked about manifesting before here. And, um, and when I reflect to manifest, I write down all the negatives then I start writing down the positives and then I start writing down the future. And it's a scroll and it's unreadable. And then at the end of it, I wipe it away. So depending what I have to hand, I have rocket books. So they're like a plastic paper. So you actually just wash the page. I've got an iPad. 
So I write in there or I might just write actually on paper and then um, destroy it at the end so that all the bad things have gone, but all the good things, are the seeds are being planted. So here we are in October, so I'm thinking about the past and in my virtual day, we'll be looking at the past and looking at all the good things that have come out of this year. You know, we're really going to mine that gold. We're going to find those nuggets and we're going to take them forward with us into 2021. And I'm very excited about 2021. I was excited coming into 2020, but obviously we realized that um, that was a bit of a munchkin of a year, wasn't it? Um, We might just, you know, delete that one. I'm sure that's what they felt about the year they had the Spanish flu and, and all of those things. They just come through a war and then everybody got the flu just to top it off. So, you know, <laughs> the here we are at the end of the year. October's my birthday as well. So I was born in October. And um, so for me, October is a significant month and I enjoy October as a good month. The weather's okay. You know, it's between the seasons. It's, um, it's always nice. It's, we've often have a holiday. So very conveniently, the government generally plan a holiday to land on my birthday. Thank you very much. I'll take that. So, um, some places it's been Queen's birthday. I think here in South Australia, it's called Labor Day. So not every year. I don't get it every year, but, um, I do get it most years for my weekend. That's very nice. Thank you very much. So I reflect back. And I often reflect back on my day or I reflect back on my week. I reflect back on the year and the diary that I use because often, you know, it helps if you've got somebody else's information and piece of paper. And I have talked about this in Strictly um, Education and Support, my Facebook group, and that is the Passion Planner. So I like a Passion Planner myself and they do take a bit you wait a bit for the post for them to arrive. Um, but you can download some of the pages from their site. And I have passion planners and I've given them as gifts in the past. And But the pages themselves are great because they help with those reflections and they help with forward planning. There's a quarter planner um, page in there. And that is absolutely brilliant. I love it because you can really look and really think about where am I going? What am I doing with um, with my plan, with my self-care, with my, you know, my rejuvenation, um, you know, my quarterly goals and my goal details, how I'm breaking down those goals into goal details? Because it's all very well saying, well, like we say with our clients, you know, you say, what are your top three goals? And they say, I want to get healthy. Huh? Yeah, okay. Bring it on. Let's figure that one out. You know, it's just too big a goal, isn't it? So what we need is we need to break those goals down. And um, I do vision boards. I've actually changed slowly over time. I've changed the words I have on my vision board. And I've now actually got uh, plans and an idea. So I've actually got a vision and a dream board in one place now. And I'm really loving that. I've got it on the bright yellow um post-it note and I've got it on my wall and mine's just handwritten I haven't got pictures and stuff stuck on it but that's just because I'm not a sticking pasting person anymore I was when the kids were little I would have been able to find all of the pictures and glue and coloring and things I could ever have wanted on the dining room table but they're not there now so my annual goals you know when are my annual goals due so is there a due date on your annual goals that's something we don't think about because 
I could have a goal. Here I am in October and I might set a goal to next October that's separate to my other goals. You know, there could be, um, I have financial year, end of year goals. So when is our start and when is our finish on that annual goal as well as on quarterly goals, monthly goals? You know, we're going to break those goals down and we're going to separate them. You know, we've got habits and we've got achievements. So what is it and how is it we're breaking those down so that we can then get there, we can reach to that future, especially reflecting on 2020. It's definitely a different year to any, to the first three quarters of 2020. It's very different to any other year we've reflected on, that's for sure. So, um, you know, and uh, meditation, are you meditating? Uh, when you reflect, are you meditating? Are you, I have, um, a forward visualization, which we'll be using, um, I'll be using a slightly different one, but a similar one to the one I always use, because many of you have done my forward visualization. So I, we're going to be doing a visualization the night before the virtual day to get us all prepped and ready for our virtual day. Oh, it's a slightly different one this year, um, or this time, <laughs> this year, this is my first virtual day. So I can't really say this year as I've done it before because I haven't um but it's the it's slightly different visualization for the evening before to get us prepped for the day but what are your habits do you have um meditations that you do on a regular basis I meditate every night I go to bed and I put on I've got a few meditations they're very 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 similar ones um or even the same one um there is one that I particularly like that helps me just relax down from the day and I do that the majority of the time, I've got to be honest. But it's lovely because it means at the end of the day it's a reflection meditation but it allows me to let go of things that have happened in the day. I can let go of them and think about what am I going to do tomorrow and how am I going to do tomorrow. It means that, you know, what are my um, motivations why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And that's really important when we reflect. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What is it in the recent past, well, the past past that has kept motivating me to do what I'm doing? So um, you guys liking, subscribing, following, leaving iTunes reviews here on the podcast, in the groups, people liking and commenting on my lives that I do in the group. These are the things that motivate me to keep doing more. They help me to achieve my goals because I can see there's a reason that I am doing this and the reason is you and I am doing this for you and that motivates me because I know that you like what I'm doing. I know you appreciate what I'm doing and you're willing to say to me, hey, can you do something on this subject or that subject? And so you get more information and I enjoy delivering it. So what is the motivation? And what are the additional steps we need to achieve a goal? Because when we reflect back and we look back at our goals that we set, why didn't we achieve them? What got in our way? Were they, did we get in our own way? That's always a big one. We're always willing to get in our own way, aren't we? Um, did we just get in our own way or did something prevent us? You know, um, in Victoria, people were stopped from going into their businesses for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. I mean, that's a pretty huge barrier to selling physical products unless they were able to transition to online and then of course all the Australia Post problems so there are actual barriers there that 
were very difficult for people to overcome. Many managed to overcome them, but they already had those systems in place often. So we need to be able to reward ourselves when we've overcome some of those barriers. And we need to look back and go, why is that barrier still there? Can I change it? Can I make a difference? What can I do to make that barrier go away or be lessened? Or can I move it to one side? If I can't climb this mountain, can I go around this mountain? You know, can I go under it? Can I go through it? What can I do about this mountain that is stopping me achieve my goals? So, um, you know, daily rituals and routines, we really need to think about those as well when we think about our past and what should we be implementing. But what's realistic? Like with our clients, what is realistic to implement? Because we can't always implement everything can we? The, um, and your clients can't implement everything. It's just impossible. You know, they're working nine to five, which as I always say, is actually seven to seven because they've got to get up and they've got to get on and then they've got to get home. Just like us, if we work somewhere else, we've still got to get up, organize ourselves, get out the house, do all the things, maybe take kids to school, do all the things, and then get to there and then do that job, and then get home, do all of the things, and you haven't got time to do anything until 7 p.m. So how can you fit things into that timing? So I'm not saying you get up at 5 a.m., but it might be that like I had I can only meditate at night. I can only meditate at bedtime. That is a time when I've relaxed down enough. I've chilled out enough. I've preferably not looked at social media. And, um, and I'm able to really start relaxing and think about what it is to reflect on. And if I need to stop and make a note about something that po- suddenly pops into mind, yes, I do that. But then I start the meditation again. You know, our daily rituals and routines are really, really important. And we can reflect back on those as well and say, are we taking enough time? That was one thing I noticed when I had small children and I was working and I'd be telling people, you know, you have to sit down to eat, you can't digest otherwise. And yet I'd be eating on the move. I'd be eating on the run. I'd be running around. I wouldn't sit down. I'd keep working. And um, it suddenly dawned on me that As a nurse, I would have run around and done stuff, but somebody would have eventually given me a break to go for a wee and I would have managed to woof some food down in the 20 minutes and I would have just sat and stopped and, you know, in the coffee room and back in the day you would have looked at the Avon catalogue and maybe read a really old scummy magazine or something. You couldn't, or the TV would be on. Couldn't really do anything. Now, of course, you'd rush into the tea room and you'd check your phone or whatever. But there I was, I had a forced break. It was only a short one that you'd get. You'd have eight hours and you'd get, be lucky to get 20 minutes. But I had a break. And then here I was working for myself, doing all the things that I told, I was telling my clients not to do. You know, they weren't sleeping properly and we want to get their HPA access back working. Well, they've got to have lunch in the sun or at least looking at the sunshine, be outside and not under strip lights all day. So we need them to be doing these things, but we need to do them ourselves. And often the, you know, do as I say, not as I do, becomes quite a big part of our practice. And we need to bring that in and ratchet that down. And by reflecting now here in October and in this quarter, and if you're coming to the virtual retreat day, it's a couple of seats, so I said left, so you could, um, you know, message me and maybe get a ticket. And... um But by reflecting on what we've done, we can really look 
at what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and how we're going to incorporate these things into our lives and still run our lives. That's just it, isn't it? The, you know, it's all very well going, oh, let's do all this self-care. And then you look at your diary and you go, well, I've got no time to even put it in. You know, I haven't made myself time, forced that space into my diary for me to be able to go to that massage that I'm telling my clients they have to go for a massage and I can't afford the time myself to go for one. How am I going to rearrange my life? What is it that I can do? I mean, I'll be honest, I've had a cleaner. I've had a cleaner all the time. I have lived in Adelaide and I couldn't live without her. I work from home. If I was working from home and cleaning my home as well, I would never leave my home. Um, it would just be too much. I would probably go completely insane and I'd rather starve than not pay her and have her come to my home to clean my home for me. And I find that a non-negotiable. So there's lots of luxuries in my life that there have been times I've just gone, I'm not having those luxuries, I'm not having wine, I'm not having coffee, I'm not eating out because I need to have my cleaner come. I can't live without it because I can't do it properly myself. I might have stretched it out to a fortnight, but I know I work from home. The last thing I want to do is clean it as well. I'd, I'd feel like I was a housewife. I was married to a house. You know, my father used to say, well, she, I remember once as a kid saying something, oh, you know, they're a housewife. And my father looked at me and he said, no woman is married to her house. She's married to her husband. That's a really silly word. You know, and I was just like, we well, didn't say silly word. He wouldn't have said that. But I was, he was just like, you know, it's not a word. It's not a thing or something. And I thought, how true is that? You know, my father, my post-war father saying that's not a thing. Housewife is not a thing. But I would feel that that was me if I was forced to stay here all the time and clean it as well as work in it. And so I think there have to be, you have to look at it and go, what can I change? What can I give up? What is it that, you know, every so often, I okay, well, I'm not going to my physio Pilates class. It's really expensive. I'm going to give that up for a couple of weeks to play the cleaner and I'm going to exercise, but I'm going to exercise then always. A couple of weeks later, I haven't exercised, have I? Um, right. Back to the paid exercise so that I actually do it. And um, But it's really important that we reflect back and we look at what we've been doing, where we've come from, and what is it that we need to change. Sometimes we do need to sit and look at our day and maybe put it into half our slots and go, well, what did I do? Because often there's wasted time um, and often there's a better way if we'd been handed that list by someone of how they'd done something in our clinic room, if we'd handed their, you know, half hourly breakdown of their day over a week, we would have looked at it and gone, well, you know, you could have done some bulk cooking here at the weekend or, you know, to lessen up your time every night of the week, you maybe a cleaner. What about, and we'd think of all these things for our clients and yet at the same time, we can't do them for ourselves, which is why we all need to be seeing another practitioner, isn't it? So there's all sorts of ways, you know, there's lots of phone apps we can use as reminders, there's lots of diary systems, um, and on our virtual day we're going to be talking more about this reflecting back and making sure that we're reflecting back and using what we've learnt for the future and for moving forward, you know, finding that time, using that diary making sure that we can get it all done in a way that we enjoy so that our life is still joyful because we don't want to just be going through life just tending to it do we and just you know 
drudgery all day, every day. We want to really feel that we're making a difference, that we're achieving something, that our life hasn't, you know, I would never say a life is wasted ever, ever, ever. So that I can't think of the right word, but wasting time. And we only have one life. We're, we're just here this one time and we have to make it count for us as well as for others. You know, um, people have, people do get very emotive about time and how they spend it and what they do and what you do with your time. But at the end of the day, we have to be able to reflect and go, that was a good bit, that was a bad bit, that was positive, that was negative. But I've seen it, I've acknowledged it, I've realized it's happened, I've realized why it's happened, and this is how I can change to make sure it doesn't happen again. I can't make myself change, I'm going to go and get support. I can't understand it. I'm going to have to book in with someone to be able to understand what's going on here. So October is just the most fantastic month because it's my birthday month. But um, obviously, that is the big one. It's Geraldine's birthday month. Therefore, October is the best month. But it's also the perfect time of year to start reflecting on the beginning and looking towards the end. How You know, people are already planning, you know, their Christmas lunches, for goodness sake who they're spending Christmas with, you know, but you do have to start thinking about booking your holidays or where you're going to go, what you're going to do with the kids while they're off, what you're going to do with work, how much holiday you can get. All of those things happen in October. So rather than just looking at Christmas and just looking the short term, it's a really good idea to look backward, to assess and to see and to make note and to go back and see what we can change for the better, see what we've learned from it so that we don't make those mistakes again. Or if we do make those mistakes again, acknowledging, hey, I made that mistake already. How can I make sure I really don't do it again? How can I change things so that these reoccurring behaviors don't reoccur or this reoccurring problem doesn't reoccur? You know, it's like, um, you know, your plumbing's broken and rather than calling a plumber, you get the gaffer tape out. Well, the gaffer tape is always going to give up, isn't it? At the end of the day, you have to call the plumber and the plumber's going to have to replace the pipes. And it's the same with our lives. If we're only putting gaffer tape, or um, I can't remember the other name for it. I've always called it gaffer. It's got another name, hasn't it? But, you know, really strong tape. <laughs> if you're only putting that over the breach, the breach is going to breach again and again, and again. Gaffer is great in the short term, but it's not a long-term solution. And October is the month to look back and make sure we can make resolutions and long-term solutions that will work for us because we've acknowledged what has happened in the past. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, and if you're coming to my virtual day, I'm really excited. I'll be seeing you very, very soon. And for those of you that aren't, you really should consider... Um, what messaging me to find out if there's a spot but joining next year join the academy next year and be part of this support system and this community with your business and how you can move forward so that you can gain what you need in your practice with the clinical support that we provide so thank you very much for joining me don't forget to do all the things like you know leave a lovely comment on itunes if you've got something horrible to say don't say it keep that to yourself. Uh, 
reflect on that perhaps um but yeah say all the lovely things in all the lovely places and follow me on facebook and instagram and let other people know share the um share the podcast share your favorites with your college buddies because um the more people i reach with my free content the more people um, i can support and i really enjoy that part of what i do so see you all soon thanks so much for joining me today Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.